Navigating the online space as a first-gen Latina or immigrant is something that can be both exciting, scary, and confusing because there are so many messages out there, so many experts that tell us that we should run our business in a certain way. So who do you listen to? Who has the right tools that are going to help you not only launch your business, but also launch a profitable business that is going to allow you to start building wealth. In today's episode, I want to dive into this conversation. And this is something that I'm so passionate about. So I'm going to tell you the real truth about online business. My name is Lucy Key. I am on a mission to teach Latinas how to build generational wealth by healing their relationship with money, invest in the stock market, and launch an online coaching business. I am a mom, a wife, coach, speaker, and author who went from believing I had to work mentally and physically hard for my money to now having multiple investment accounts. On this show, I share the strategies to manage your dinero, all things finance, and wealth building for Latinas. Welcome to Say Hola Well Podcast. Lista, let's go. Hello, mujer. Welcome back. I hope you're having an amazing day. I am so excited to dive into today's topic, the real truth about online business, because not only do I have an online business, but I also support some busy mujeres with launching or growing their online business. So I actually realized that I don't talk about my coaching business in terms of the business uh, coaching that I do primarily because I am serving the clients that I have the bandwidth to serve at this stage of not only my business but also my journey as a busy mom so I want to have this conversation with you and be 100% transparent on all of the things that I have learned since I launched my online coaching business Now, if you are someone who recently started following or had recently subscribed to the podcast, I want to thank you for being here, first of all. And I also like to share with you that I have a background in corporate America. So my my college career and my professional career was all about managing a business. So Why am I sharing that? Because it's going to relate to today's topic. I'm not someone who likes to be like, oh, I have these, I earned these, I went to school for that. Because the truth honest is that a lot of times that doesn't matter, right? That doesn't matter for the people that we're serving. So let me start by sharing some of the things that I had to navigate as someone who is the first one in her family to launch an online coaching business. So one of the things that I had to overcome right off the bat was fear. The fear not only of failure, but the fear of que va a decir la gente, what are people going to say? And as well as the fear of I'm not qualified enough to do this type of work. So 
let's dive into the topic of how I was able to overcome fear. And perhaps if you have a coaching business or if you're thinking about launching an online business, this is going to serve you. So as I mentioned before, I am the first one in my family to have a corporate career, but I'm also the first one in my family to go to college. I'm also the first one in my family to graduate high school. So in a way, I felt very pressured, not necessarily by my family because they are very supportive of what I do, but I was afraid of investing so much into this business and realizing that I had a lot of unknowns. So I, at the beginning of my journey, I knew I wanted to do group coaching and I did. It was a very small group coaching. Through the journey, I learned that I wasn't prepared to have the group setting. What I mean by that is that I didn't have the right systems for my business to give me the freedom that I needed to still be a mom, still be a, a wife. And so I finished the very small group coaching and then I reverted back into one-on-one -on -one coaching, which has literally changed my life in terms of being a coach, but also it has changed and serve my clients even better to an extent that they're literally breaking generational chains of poverty, generational chains of feeling that they're not good enough to start building wealth. And for some of the mujeres that I coach through my business coaching, really helping them understand that having the right uh, business system at the beginning of their journey is pivotal to grow and get to where they want to be with their business vision. So I had to overcome this fear of failure. And I, although I had this, like I said, this background in corporate America where I was managing a $2.5 million company, I was in charge of the budgeting, the marketing, the sales, you know, overseeing this large team. When it came to my business, I had no systems, right? In corporate America, I was giving the SOP, so a standard operating procedures of what to do. And now as a business owner, I had to create those SOPs because now it's my company, right? So I had to start everything from scratch and I've, I feel so much fear. Like what if it doesn't work? What if I'm not doing it right? And through the process, I learned that it's okay for me not to have all the answers. In fact, it is recommended that you don't have all of the answers. And so how I was able to overcome the fear literally was by looking around social media, primarily because my business it was um, it starting to become an online business. So I will start looking for people that were at the stage in their business where I wanted to be in the next few years. So I hired my first coach and she taught me a lot of the things that I didn't know on online business. So she taught me a lot of things that I already knew because that's what I was doing in the past, like I said, but she taught me a lot of ins and outs of the online business. So that's how I was able to overcome the fear of failure because that was almost confirmation that I knew what I was doing. 
And it was normal for me to be afraid because I was creating something. And the way I, I think about it now is almost as if I look back of like giving birth to a child, literally, because that's exactly what a business is. It, it becomes part of you, it becomes part of your family. And so that was how I was able to overcome uh, the fear of failure. Then I also had the fear of que va a decir la gente? What are people going to say about me? I was a top executive you know, managing this team, always wearing suits, always looking professional, always watching the way I spoke, the way I really conducted myself, even when I was seedy, like all of these things, right? And I do like to say that I, my friends make fun of me because they always tell me that I'm way too proper. And this is part of my personality, to be honest with you. I am someone who... Uh, at a very young age was that like the proper like uh, you know etiquette to eat the proper etiquette to sit down the proper etiquette to uh, put the napkin on the on the lap and like all of these things right and so my friends sometimes give me a hard time because they're like gosh just use your fingers when you eat right and so I had to realize that some of these um, I guess like some of these things that I was known for in corporate America, perhaps were not going to translate or be perceived or received in the way that I wanted to serve my clients. So what I did is I actually hired a speaking coach and this coach was not only someone who taught me about believing in my voice, but also someone who said, you get to reinvent yourself. You get to tell your story however you want. It doesn't have to be the perfect, you know, Toastmasters international speaking, which uh, <laughs> disclaimer, I was part of Toastmasters in the past because I had this idea that there was like a proper way to speak a proper way to show up and she's like no just be yourself if you want to be loud just be loud if you want to be silly be silly and something that she said to me that was so pivotal in that moment was who holds you back when you want to show up online who is your canny I think that's what she call it who's Who's the bully who's going to come after you if you show up online? And I was like, I, you know, I just, I just don't know. Like I had all of these employees in the past that, you know, I was managing. Some of them were happy. Some of them were not so happy, right? Because that's part of the business. And so I was like, I just don't know. And she said, but you can always block people online. And I think when she said that to me, that almost gave me permission to really be myself, which the way I show up now online with my silliness, with my goofiness, with my good manners, because I do have good manners, that's okay because that's who I am. So I was no longer afraid of que va a decir la gente because this is me. So the people that follow me on social media, you listening to this podcast, you're probably here because you feel some type of connection with the way I talk about money, with the way I talk about building a business. 
And so I'm happy that you're here. And I know that my message is going to resonate with you. And I'm also aware that not everyone is going to love what I do. And that is okay. Okay, so the next fear that I had, which was another mindset blocker that I had was I am not qualified enough. Like I'm going to be talking about finances. I'm going to be talking about building well, but I don't have all of those credentials that I need. I don't have all of the certifications that I need. Like what the heck? Like what am I going to do? How, who am I? That was my thought. Who am I? to teach people how to pay off debt, how to, um, who am I to teach people how to start investing? Who am I to start teaching people how to heal their relationship with money, right? And so I'm someone who loves, loves to learn. And I have a friend uh, named Rebecca and she always tells me, Lucy, I swear, you're gonna be going to school forever. Like you're going to be a, a grandma, abuela, and you're still going to go to school. And I think she's right. 
<laughs> I think she's absolutely right. I love, love learning. Like there's, there's so many things that I don't know and I'm legitimately curious to learn some things. But for me, I'm learning that I don't need to have a certification that validates the value that I bring not only into the coaching industry, but also in the personal finance and even a deeper layer into the trauma of money experience. I don't even know how to tell you the feeling. I was being hard on myself. Like I'm not qualified. Like I have to go to school for this. And I did this. I decided that I was going to put myself through, you know, having some certifications um, so I can be here teaching you the things that I do. But it wasn't because I felt like I needed that. Let me let me go back a little bit. So I have an MBA, which is, you know, um, a master's in business administrations. And so part of the teaching, the traditional teaching of that in school is for for us that go into the program to learn about accounting, economics, marketing, um, data-driven decisions, uh, employee management, human resources, like all of these things, right? And so when I was ready to do the coaching, I was thinking like, well, I have to have a certification that says Lucy King, you know, <laughs> coach, executive coach, or any type of certification, right? And I realized that a lot of the things that I did in my corporate career, such as being the leader for a team, such as having to have conversations with him to keep them motivated, to guide them through, this is, you know, this is the plan for us for the business. This is how we're going to make money. This is how we're going to take care of each other. This is how, um, you know, the trainings that we have coming up for the month look like. And so in a way, I already had my qualifications for what I do now, but I was still thinking, but I need to have the certificate. So I went ahead and got a certification in a personal finance instructor because I thought that I needed to have that to start teaching or coaching. And the truth is, I don't need that. Like I didn't need to have that. I wanted to have it, which is very different, but I don't need it, right? So if you're listening here um, and you're thinking about I have to have this certification that shows that I'm going to be a good coach. Get rid of the thought right now. I'm saving you time and money, by the way. Because what you need is really start serving clients and give them results. And for us that are first gen Latinas, immigrants, it's so hard to unlearn the indoctrination of you must have a career you must have an education you must go to school because that's what we heard all all along growing up right our parents were very big on if you want to become successful you have to go to school you have to have a degree and the reality is that that was true maybe I want to say 30 de three decades ago, but it's not true now because of the power of social media, the power of community. You can make money 
literally without having another certification. Now, if you truly want to have that certification, go after that. Don't let me or anybody tell you that you should not get a certification. However, along the way, you have to serve the people that you want to help. Don't wait until you have the certifications to show up online, to start serving, to start growing your business, to start creating generational wealth. So after I finished with that certification on uh, personal finance instructor, I realized that I really deeply love uh, finance and everything that has to do with financial planning. And so I told myself, you know what? I'm going to do my CFP, so certified um, financial planning. Now, why am I doing this? Do I need it right now to coach my clients on the things that I'm doing? I really don't. So the reason why I'm doing that certification is because I have created a vision for my business, uh, for Viva La Budget and Finance and for Say Ola Wealth, of where I want to be and who I want to serve like up until like five, seven years from now. So in order to serve my community the way I want to serve them and the way I'm writing my business plan, I want to have that because we're going to be doing bigger things. Okay. So don't wait until you think that you're not that you have to have the certification. That mentality of I'm not qualified enough needs to stop because that mentality has seriously been the the one thing that has kept us from building wealth. Okay. In terms of the real truth about business, I also want to say that I did invested very heavily on myself why because I've never done it I've never done it I started working when I was 14 years old I got my first job after that I just work 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 and I never invested in myself I will buy books I will buy a computer I will buy everything else but I would not invest in myself other than my education right so I I never had a mentor when I was in corporate America um, I had a mentor outside of corporate America who uh, he has been I want to say one of the most instrumental people in my life um, to really overcome so many obstacles, you know, obstacles that uh, I faced when I was growing up. And this person who I I like to say that he's kind of like my adopted dad because he's given me so, so much. So him and his wife, uh, in a sense, you know, legally like adopted me, but they became my um, my other parents. And so I met them when I was... 16 years old and up to this day um uh, she's no longer around but he is and so he has been my what I call my life mentor so anytime I need advice any any anytime I feel like I'm not doing good enough or that I'm failing or all of these things that I do feel by the way because I'm human 
I will pick up the phone and call this person. And he is someone who, in a way, yeah, it's my mentor and my coach, I guess, but I, I don't really pay him, right? Like we have an amazing, uh, like daughter, father relationship and um, my my family. So my mom knows him, my husband knows him, my sisters. Um, he's the one that walked me up to the altar when I married my husband. And so what I'm saying is that if you haven't invested in yourself, that's where you want to start. Because we tend to think that, oh my God, I'm smart enough. I can figure everything out. And the reality is that you probably will. You will figure it out. Why? Because we're driven, because we're ambitious, because we have been taught to be on survival mode. So when you're in survival mode, you will find a way, right? But when it comes to online business, you don't have to do it alone. In fact, I recommend that you don't. So invest in yourself. If you truly want to launch an online business and have a successful business, invest in yourself. Invest in the people that are where you want to get. So all of the coaches that I have hired are people that, for example, my first coach, she was already doing coaching. She was doing doing online business. So I, I hire her. My speaking coach, she is a media personality. And she is being authentic 100% with her personality, right? Now, I'm not saying that I don't want to be in the media because who knows what the future holds for me. But she is someone who is 100% raw with her personality and she is powerful and I love her. So guess what I did? I invested in hiring her. Um, I invested in uh, the trauma of money. So I invested in um, diving deep into understanding my relationship with money. And that was one of the hardest things I've done. Not, not so much financially, but in terms of like putting myself out there to speak things that I never, I've never, ever, ever had shared with anybody. And I'm about to cry. So This is why, you know, it's so important for you to see that an online business and the truth about online business is that you have to be open and willing to be so uncomfortable, not only by showing up, not only by creating content, but literally like the the things that come with letting go of the things that don't serve you, the things that even hold you back in the past from becoming successful. So let me dive into the next the next thing that I have here. So hiring help. <laughs> I remember reading uh, a book by Rachel Rogers, uh, which by the way, she was also uh, someone that I invested in. I invested in her community. I was coached by her and her um, her team uh, for about a year or so at the beginning of my journey. And I remember uh, reading her book and it talked about something along the lines of like, if you're in a hiring help, you have this like broke mentality or, or something along the lines. And I was like, hiring help? Well, like, what does that mean? Like, I'm the mother. I'm supposed to take care of my kids. You know, I'm the wife. Like, I'm supposed to clean the house. And 
I have to let go of the belief that I had to be the CEO of my company, the, the one who cleaned the toilets in my house, the one that was doing all of these things that don't make me money. And that was such a big shift for me. And again, it came with a bunch of mindset blockers. Like, how am I, got, how am I supposed to send my daughter to daycare or preschool? when I can do that for them, right? And so I had to learn to be okay with allowing the professional people, in this case, the teachers, take care of my girls. And I felt a lot of shame. I felt a lot of guilt, like the mom guilt that people talk about, like it's real. I felt it. And I hired uh, someone to come and clean my house. and, and so it was so uncomfortable. And not only was it uncomfortable for me, but it was uncomfortable for uh, some of my family members who were like, how dare you to hire help? Like, this is your job. This is your house. Que va decir, you know, la may when she comes and sees your staff around. And I was like, that's what they're here for, right? But I have to be okay with that. And if you are thinking about running an online business at the beginning of your journey, you might not have the option of doing this and that's okay. But as you starting to bring more cash flow, as you're trying to grow, you know, your business, as you're trying to make more money, like you have to delegate these things because that is really part of the, the CEO identity, like owning your identity as a book tech coach or owning your identity as a business who is making money you have to delegate and CEOs um you know true CEOs that's what they do they don't do they they think they they create they they orchestrate things and so I start thinking of you as the CEO of your own life some of you that are listening to the podcast might not want to have a business but guess what you can still hire help because you don't have to do it alone. This is the conditioning of, you know, our cultura that tells us that we have to do it all. And it's like, no, you don't, right? So the next thing that I have here for you is I had to also honor the fact that there were some times when I felt jealous or jealousy of watching other coaches online post or share that they may like I don't know 50k in a launch 100k 200k like I was I was jealous I'm not gonna sit here and pretend that I wasn't because I was I was like man like how like that must be nice like that will be my first thought right that must be nice they're making all this money and I had to learn the power of self-coaching and this is something that I coach my clients on as well, is if you are jealous of other or of watching other people succeed and go after the things that you want to do, chances are that you want to do the same thing. So jealousy is not necessarily a bad thing, right? And so when I will watch people, um, you know, post these comments of like, I, I killed it. I make so much money. I start literally like stop what I was doing, first of all. And I will sit down and journal like, what am I feeling right now? And then I will say, well, I'm 
feeling jealous, like so-and-so are winning and I am not, right? And then I will ask myself that next question. What have you, Lucy, done to be where they are? And then I will make a list and say, well, I launched my online business. Well, I have had a very small coaching group that I didn't feel prepared. Well, why was it that you didn't feel prepared? Did your clients get results? What are you doing today, like today, that is going to help you be where they are? Because sometimes when we see things online, we make the assumption that, oh my God, they're doing everything perfect. And the truth is that we walk into those people's lives once they start having success. We didn't walk into people's lives when they were failing, when they were unlearning the conditioning of having to have a certificate, being perfect. We didn't walk into those people when they were uh, not giving a crap <laughs> about que va a decir la gente, right? And so I had to learn that the power of self-coaching was key for me to, one, accept that I was legitimate jealous and then learning that if I wanted what they have, then I have to put in the work too, right? I can just walk into my life and be like, oh, I'm coaching, you know, 30 mujeres or I'm doing public speaking and I'm getting paid 10,000 or 20,000 or 50,000 because why? I haven't done the work. I haven't done the work that is going to help me get there. They have. And I know for sure that they have invested in themselves, whether by continuing to have coaches to help them, by having a therapist, by having an assistant that supports them in their business journey. But also, they're investing in their business. They're telling us that they're making 200K, but that 200K is not going into their business account, right? They're paying their staff. They're paying the business subscriptions, membership. They're investing in coaching. So I have to be okay with understanding that it's okay for me to feel jealousy. But if I want what they have, I better get up and put myself to work, right? And that was something that for me has literally given me a lot of success because now, you know, as I'm the day I'm recording this podcast in um, September of 2022, I have been serving clients. They're getting results. My business is making money. Like I'm making more money than a, a month than I ever did in corporate America. And I love what I do. I love my purpose. I wake up happy when I have coaching calls. I, I get excited when I'm about to record a podcast because I know that my message is going to resonate with the right people. So if you are feeling that you want something, go after that. Go after that. Hire the coaches that are going to help you get there. And I do want to say that if you have a long-term plan for your business, hire the person that is where you want to be. Every coach that I invest in right now, 
is exactly where where I want to be. Maybe not necessarily next year, maybe not necessarily um, in 2024, 2025, but beyond that. So I I am in rooms now with people that literally don't have to make don't have to work for money anymore. Like these people are people for one, the love serving. These people are people that are past the million uh, millionaires status. These people um, are people that are givers, people that literally have like 500,000, yeah, 500K followers. Uh, these people are someone who are internationally known. And so guess what? I am right there being the best student I can be when I'm being coached by these people. I'm taking notes. I'm taking notes and I don't doubt that what they're telling me is going to work. Why? Because they are where I want to get. Does that make sense? And so don't be as stubborn like I was and think that you have to do it alone at the beginning of my journey. We don't. Okay. And the last thing that I have for you, you know, in terms of like the real truth about business is the power of community. The power of community has been key to help me be where I am today. I not only have networked with other amazing mujeres that are killing it in the online space, but I've also support them along the way. So if they're having uh, a group coaching, I'm sharing the fact that they have a group coaching. Hey, so-and-so is, you know, enroll en enrolling for group coaching. If they reach out to me and say, Lucy, can you hold space for me on your podcast? I tell them, absolutely, come and share your message, right? I... Um, I have, uh, so I do speaking engagements and when I'm booked for a day that the, these people or these organizations want me to speak at their event, if I'm booked, I already have an automated response to them that says I am booked for that day. Thank you for thinking of me. But here is someone who you can reach out to and here is her phone number and her email address. So I have already, uh, like a, another speaker, Latina speaker that I have on my, um, on my directory to give her business as well. Because imagine if I was coaching everybody on personal finance, on building wealth, on launching a business, I will be exhausted, right? So the power of community is key. I bring people to the podcast that align with my vision and my values And I bring people that have an expertise on areas that I don't, right? That I know that that's like the one thing that they can speak so good about that is going to serve you. Because making money and building wealth is not all about personal finance. It's not all about online business. It's about your health, right? It's about having those conversations with people that are in the industry. It's about talking to people that are doing, you know, personal branding. It's people that are doing about business branding. It's talking about with uh, accountants, CFOs, um, podcasters, uh, life coaches, 
right? And so the power of community is key for any success in your business. If you want to do it alone, and let's say that you're thinking, man, I want to have a podcast, but I don't want to have any guests. I have to break it to you, but chances are that you're not going to grow as fast as you want, right? So I bring you guests that talk about the things that they've done to help you see the possibilities. And on IG stories, somebody asked me to also talk about balancing motherhood in a business. Honestly, <laughs> real truth, for me, it hasn't been as hard as I thought it would be. Why? Because my girls, uh, both of my girls now go to preschool. So I have, um, I have from 7 until 3 p.m., I have all of the time to not only coach my clients, but also run my business and continue to learn things, um, be, uh, become a student, right? Letting my mentors coach me on things. And so for me, it hasn't been as hard as, uh, as it can be, right? So I'm being honest with you. I'm being, I'm being raw with you. And the other thing is because I have a partner who is very supportive of my dreams, right? Now, I don't want you to think that I have the perfect life or the perfect marriage because there are times when, we don't agree on certain things, right? The where we have to sit down and be thoughtful of each other and understand each other and have those conversations, even when they're hard, right? Because I have a very strong personality where I'm like, but I want that and I need that and I have to make it happen, right? Because I'm very driven and I know I can make it happen. Whereas my husband, he's very thoughtful. He's very um, methodical. Like for him, he has to have like the how, the when, why, how. And I'm more of like, let's just do it and learn as we go, right? And so I have to learn to have those conversations, have time for him as well, right? Because he is part of my family. And so I've had to adjust my schedule according to not only the business, but also my family, because that's important for us, right? I don't want to be uh, coaching on a Saturday or on a Sunday when my family needs me because my girls don't go to school. My husband is home. And so I don't want to give up my family time to make money, if that makes sense. Now, what I'm doing is I'm creating the systems and the tools to serve my clients at any other time, even when I'm not coaching them you know, through Zoom or live, my clients have the tools and the resources they need to find answers. So I wanted to add that as well, because the truth is that online business is going to be what you want it to be. If you're someone who believes that people are only posting their wins, that people are only posting when they're winning, that people are only um, showing the best side of online business. That is a mindset work that you have to do, right? I post everything. I mean, I, I, <laughs> what I want to say everything, because I do have a lot of things that I keep personal because that's who I am, right? Like I don't want to be uh, sharing what color socks I wear with you all the time, but I do show up online, uh, especially on my stories, um, 
you know, without makeup, if I'm having coffee, if I'm having a bad day, I will tell you. So if you haven't checked out my stories, I suggest that you start there because I, I show up who, you know, the way I am now. Are there times when I don't feel like showing up? Absolutely. And guess what? I don't show up. I don't show up. I've learned that I don't have to compete with any other coaches. I don't have to keep up with the Instagram algorithm, with um, TikTok stuff, with Facebook, whatever platform I'm using, right? Like I don't need to do that. Why? Because I'm in it for the long run. And again, comes back to the power of self-coaching. I have developed a, um, a framework uh, that I've used to help me in those moments when I feel like I'm behind, when I'm feeling like I should show up, but I don't feel like showing up, right? Because if I show up online and I'm giving negativity and, 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 and just giving you like nonsense, I'm not serving you. And most importantly, I'm not serving myself, right? So I don't show, um, I don't show when I don't feel like showing up. So if you're thinking about launching an online business or having an online business or growing your online business, your business get to be the way you want it to be. If you want to post three times a week, that's fine. If you want to post five times a week, that's fine. If you want to post three times a day, that's fine too. But you do have to have a strategy in terms of like, what is the message and who are you serving and how is this going to help you make more money? Because a lot of us also have the tendency to just want to give, 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 right? And so, what I'm what I want you to take away from this episode is that the real truth about online business is going to be what you want it to be. If you invest in coaching, whether it's my coaching or any other coaching, if the coach is telling you that you um, this is what you do, this is how you do it and you don't implement those systems, you're not only losing your money, but you're also wasting your time, right? So become the best student when someone is coaching you. I, I will never forget the day when one of my mentors that I have now, um, which again, she's, she's an international uh, public figure. Like she's just a badass <laughs> woman of color. And we're, we're being coached by her and she says something along the lines of never ever miss and ask and when she said those words I look up at the you know through the zoom uh, chat and I'm ready for her to say something else because I was so intrigued by that phrase never miss and ask what she was coaching us on is don't come and ask me for questions that you can Google. <laughs> and to me, that was like, that is powerful. She goes, don't come and ask me how to do a uh, workbook when you can Google that yourself. Come and ask me. In fact, don't even come and ask me, she said. Come to me with that plan on how you're going to market 
the book and tell me your strategy and then ask me, am I missing something? And that to me just blow my mind. <laughs> I was like, wow, that is so powerful. And she's right, right? As business owners, uh, especially as entrepreneurs, sometimes we ask the simple questions when in reality we should ask people like, how, how are you thinking? Like what, how, what is your thinking process on doing the things, right? And so the people that I coach on my business, I do give them, um, I should say the people that I coach for online business, I do guide them on like a step-by-step on how to do certain things. But most of the time I'm helping them challenge their own thoughts. I'm challenging them to see that if they already had a $2,000 month, a $3,000 month, $5,000 month, $10,000 month, what are the things that they did so they can actually repeat success? Because when we start winning, we, we have the tendency to be like, oh, that must have been a fluke, right? Like it's fake. I didn't do that. So now I'm going to create a new course. I'm going to do all of this. It's like, no, the system is there. The mindset is there. So be comfortable repeating success. Okay. So with that, I will leave you because I realized that this episode was probably the longest one <laughs> that I've done as a solo episode but I am here to serve you. If there's anything that you need help with, um, please let me know. And I do want to ask you for a huge favor because I am going to release this podcast during the Hispanic Heritage Month. And I want to ask you to please review the podcast if you found value on this episode or any other episode so far because this is how other BC Mujeres uh, find us and I want us to rise together and build wealth juntas. Mujer, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I hope you find value on this episode and it will mean the world to me if you can give me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and share this episode with your primas, your tias, la comadre. You can also share it on social media and tag me on Instagram. And if you know you're ready to start your well-building journey or launch an online business, go ahead and check the show notes where you will find the link to apply to work with me. Thank you so much again for listening and Hasta la próxima.